You're listening to Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast, dedicated to exploring the full potential of human physiology and mind with focus on ancient and modern techniques of self-development. Spend some time with Dr. Nader, who is leading the way in the science of consciousness, and begin your journey to better understanding the relationship of mind and body, consciousness and physiology right now. It has been a long time that we have met on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome everyone. It's great to be with all of you. It's a time where we need to think seriously about the world, about the situations that are happening. We have had very saddening events, very bad in terms of what can be done and what should be done to make life better for everyone. And in the past several months, we have had even as much bad situation to experience. So I'm not here to think with you about how bad things are. I'm here to think with you how we can make a difference. Where is the solution to all these problems and why they are happening? We have in the past talked a lot about consciousness, about the importance of consciousness, and now it has become a very serious, important topic that really needs to awaken the minds, the spirits, the feelings, the responsibility of every one of us, including the leaders. I have thought of some metaphor to share with you, some story. Suppose there is a bunch of villages where people are living and they have no more water in the village. They have lost the water sources that are supposed to be there to give them water to drink. And they have been abandoned, so there are no people living there. And then some people come and just start to nomads who have been traveling, they come and live there in the different villages and they're looking for water badly. But then they discover that the people who have left had a big storage of all kinds of things they can drink. And so out of thirst, they try a few things. Some of these things tasted horrible some of them are poisonous other things are maybe strongly alcoholic so they put the people to sleep and make them not feel so good and this was like this in these villages because the people who have left these villages left behind them all these stocks of different things maybe petrol for the cars maybe pesticides for the crops and maybe alcohol because they drink alcohol or things they use to burn things. So different kinds of drinks. And now those people are stuck there. They can't go anywhere. And so they try these different, different drinks. And we are just imagining, of course, it's a metaphor, but it is important that we use our imagination to be able to compare to what is happening a little bit in the world today. And 
they have to drink something because otherwise they die. Water is so, so important. But as the years go by and this huge stocks, you know, they sort out things so that they can drink a little bit of things that sustain them. You know, some things containing a little bit of alcohol or a little more of alcohol and they get a little drowsy, but they are thirsty, what can they do? So they drink these things and they're living like that. And sometimes from time to time, they try to go to the other villages to get something that they need. And they um, find that they have to fight for it and they use what they have to fight. You know, they maybe throw some petrol at them, they burn their fields, they do things to each other like that and try to get, you know, whatever is nearer to water. But they have forgotten that water is the simplest thing. And then somebody someday comes and says, look, I have water for you. I have something that is so precious that it can resolve all your problems. And all you need to do is drink this thing, which has no side effect whatsoever, and which is a drink that is very powerful. It just costs a little bit because I have to transport it. I have to bring it to you. And so they're wary about this person who says, you know, they want to sell them things. And their impression is that all these drinks that they are using are harmful usually. And so they are very suspicious because whatever they have been using has led to problems. At the same time, they need them for survival in a sense. And this is really unfortunate because all they need is to realize that just drinking that new thing, which is so simple, which is so natural, which is simple water, would actually save them from all their problems, all that they are really suffering from, which is this thirst, which is this unhealthiness, which is the fact that all that you drink is seeming to create problems. Well, this is maybe a simplistic metaphor, but that's a thought I have when I look at what the world is doing today. What the world has done today is forget that which is most important for our sustenance. In this case, it's not a physical water. It is actually that which is even closer to us than even water, which is nearer to us than anything else, which is our being, our consciousness, our awareness. Without awareness, if you are in coma, you don't experience anything, you don't decide about anything, you can't enjoy anything, you can't understand anything, you can't make a decision about anything. And you get, if you are in a state of somnambulism or of a state of sleepwalking or a state of half awake and confused with drowsiness, you don't see the real things, you fight with each other, and you do not make decisions in life that are helpful for yourself and for others. That's the basic ingredient of reality. 
If we think reality is made out of energy and material values only, then we are acting on the very surface level of life and we are kind of in darkness with respect to the true reality of life, the innermost value which is within us, which is our inner being, which is our awareness. There has been these discussions. I have had the joy to talk to many great leaders in philosophy and science and humanity and mind-body aspects of discussion. And we have a reality, whether the world is made out of material, physical things, or consciousness, immaterial, spiritual reality. And we have been discussing and promoting that the ultimate reality is actually consciousness. How does consciousness appear as matter? How does it manifest? This has been discussions that we have had. But the reality that we come to as a conclusion is that consciousness is primary, and not just primary in the sense that there is something primary and then there is something else that is secondary. Consciousness is all there is. Consciousness is the source and the dynamics of consciousness is the mechanics of how everything that appears on the surface as physical material happens. Our discussion with you today cannot take us into the process of how this happens, but just take it for its value, face value for now, and consider the following. If you act from the level of consciousness, if you awaken your awareness, you awaken consciousness, you see more of reality, you are more yourself, you experience more of what life is, and you live in accordance with this infinite unbounded ocean of creativity and intelligence which is within you by knowing deeply yourself. You know, we have thoughts, like surface levels of the ocean. We have feelings which are a little deeper and our thoughts, they influence how we feel. And there is deeper than that, deeper than the feeling, there is the knowing level, the being level, the being back to ourselves, settling down, calming down the activity of the brain, of the nervous system, of the feeling, and transcending, which means dropping down within, going down deeply within ourselves. And that is what transcendental meditation gives us in terms of experience on the level of awareness. What has been shown repeatedly is that this process changes the physiology, changes the behavior, and makes life better in every way. These changes are automatic and spontaneous. What we have found over the past 60 years of research is that when a group of people practice this program together, which means transcend beyond the surface values of differences, of conflicts, of issues, of problems, be it on the level of health or belief or politics or all kinds of different values on the surface, when we go deeper within, there is an improvement in oneself, there is inner peace that gets established spontaneously, and that manifests as 
calmness on the level of the body, relaxation, healing, better feeling, and better decision-making, better behavior, and better health. Now, this is for the individual, and this has been proven repeatedly. Science today is coming to what is called a collective neuroscience, because scientists have suddenly found that when people work together or are in communication on the same wavelengths, if you like, their brain waves start working together in a coherent way, which is not just within our brain. We know that transcendental meditation brings coherence between different parts of the brain and on the level that is very soothing, alpha waves, about 10 cycles per second, doesn't matter the detail, it brings that simple coherence, that simple sense of settlement, and that all the parts of the brain are working together. But now we have found, and we know, we knew it already, but scientists now in the field have discovered that different people, they start having their brains going in the same wavelengths. They've even studied this in animals and animal behavior, like bats when they fly together, or birds and all of that. You see them as different individuals, but they are actually acting as if it's one individual. You know, you see your two arms as two different arms. You see your two different hands. They are two different. Of course, they are separated. But in fact, they are connected to the same intelligence, the same nervous system, and they work in coherence, coherently together. And that's why you can have an individual who is coherent. Your brain, your body, your physiology, your heart, your liver, all of this have different functions. And these functions can be apparently contradictory and different. One wants to store food and store energy. One wants to use energy and burn energy so that the other can function. One wants to send blood out and then send it to the lungs. One oxygenates, one nourishes. These are sometimes very contradictory values. And yet we live as a person in a very holistic simple way because we know we are one inside. We, we know it's not two separate individuals with two separate hands. We have two hands, but they are part of one entity. But this happens on the level of where? Of consciousness, of awareness, of realization. And when we transcend the differences through transcendental meditation, we see and we experience the oneness of life, and we experience directly that we are one with everything, one with everyone. And that is why behavior improves. Now, if we take it to the level of society, we find that our experiments have repeatedly shown that when a number of people practice this program together, they have an effect not only on the group that is practicing together, which is a fabulous effect, a beautiful feeling. We have been into courses and times when we meditated together, and the feeling is so elevated, so grand, so blissful, so harmonious for the individual. But what we have seen is when a critical number is reached, the effect is expanded on society. Now, the study, the scientists, the mathematicians have looked into that, and they have found that there is a formula, there is a relationship of numbers. And that is what we call the square root of 1%. This was predicted by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who is the founder of the Transcendental Meditation Program. 
That's why we call it the Maharishi effect. What the Maharishi effect is, what this effect is, simply transcend as a group, and you find that if you are a number together, the square root of 1% of the population around you will be having the benefits. Our world today is going on very, very immature level of functioning. Unfortunately, in some areas, of course, there are wonderful places where wonderful things are happening. And it's a great congratulation to all the great leaders who do the right thing because they are surrounded by higher intelligence of their communities, of their people, and they are therefore deciding and making decisions on a more wise level. However, the problems are happening, and now they seem to be like infecting each other, as if there is a pandemic of starting to resolve things with, again, conflict and war, whereas we have had a time where these things have been thought to be part of the past, that never will there be any conflict resolved on that level. What makes a difference? It's not intellectual analysis alone. It's not emotions. It's not thoughts. It's not compromise. It's not even sitting and arguing and discussing. Because these, of course, are the result of what happened. What is the basis of good decision-making, good compromise, good relationship, is the awareness of the people the collective consciousness, the collective awareness that makes the difference. And we have seen in the past 60, 70 years in our research that whenever the square root of 1% of the population starts practicing this technology together, there is a decrease in crime, decrease in accidents of the roads, decrease in hospital admission, improvement in many, many indicators of social well-being and lessening of conflict and problems. We have repeated this many times with statistical analysis, with controls, with very profound repeated analysis, and the numbers are right, and they create the effect. Now, when you say it's something that is so benign, has no side effects, is so simple, it's so natural and it's so easy. People will not believe they want things to be difficult. It's like these people in those villages that I have mentioned. They forgot that simple water is what is needed just to quench the thirst. And they take all kinds of other solutions that have all kinds of other side effects. And actually what they use as solution creates problems because if they drink the wrong thing, you know, they lose their mind or they feel sick and they get the problems and all of that because they're drinking the wrong thing. Of course, it's a metaphor and metaphors have their limitations. But what I mean is just the simplest thing, go back to yourself, can make all the difference. Transcend. Yes, it's simple. Yes, it's natural. Yes, it doesn't have any side effect. And so what? Water is simple. Water is natural. Water has no side effect. You drink it in proper uh, balanced way and you get off your thirst and you hydrate yourself properly. And the water of life, the sense of life, and there are many parabolas in the, in the wise people who have been around this, says, I'll give you the water that you, from which you will never get thirsty again. And many saying that 
know thyself, know yourself to be everything, and then everything comes onto you. Go to that place within yourself. So it is not like new knowledge, but it is new technology that has not been there, that has been forgotten, like people have forgotten in the village to drink the water. So what we are saying, it's very simple. It's very natural. It's not an extra thing to do. It's something just natural to go back into the self and create the effects globally. So at this time when there is trouble that is looming in front of us and we are worried for the world, we are concerned, our attention tends to go to the news, to the trouble, to the problems, and that creates even greater agitation in the collective consciousness, greater fear, greater anger, desire for you know, reacting in ways that are naturally happening in a sense of reactions to an action, so one can understand what happens. But when the solution is not there, one feels bewildered that the world doesn't open the eyes and look at the true solution in life, at the true solution to these problems. And the true solution is not in material things because reality is not a material reality. The ultimate reality of life is not material. The ultimate reality of life is consciousness. You can call it spiritual, but not in the religious sense. Of course, you can also call it in the religious sense and religions talk about higher values and spirituality and all of that. But in terms of material and non-material, it is actually non-material. And if you think that life is energy and material, that you want to grab the maximum, you want to destroy the other, you don't want differences, you don't want change, you don't want uh, diversity, and you put actually too much attention on diversity as if this is you know, the level of where we should be thinking and functioning, then you get lost in fear from the other and complications with the other. But if your attention goes to yourself and you find that you are everything and everything is myself, and you find this through direct experience, not through intellectual analysis, because we can intellectually analyze that and think about it, of course, and we have to understand why it's possible, how it's possible, and we have done that. Now we are about the solution. The solution is bring the individual and the collective consciousness to that field of being which is beyond the material, because on the material level, you want to find, you want to grab, you want to do, you want to kill, you want to do this, protect yourself on the surface. These are surface values. But all of these are moved by your thinking, your understanding, your relation with the others, how you comprehend your life and the life of others, how you include in your life all truly diversity on the basis of unity, knowing that we are all one. We are all the field which creates the different flowers of different colors, the different plants, the different people, the different animals, the environment. We are that, and if we go to that, and we have a technology to go to that, a technology which means not a belief system, not a philosophy, not something that you have to study and understand academically. It's just simple technique of going back into the self 
experiencing yourself, enlivening that as a group in society, and then you can have transformations that are profound, that are truly beneficial to every individual and every society. And that's what we want to do. That's what is the 10,000 group. We come back to the square root of 1%. The world population today is about 8.1 billion. 1% of that is 81 million. And the square root of 1% of that is 9,000. So 9,000 should be enough, but we rounded it to 10,000. Maybe some will come, maybe some will not participate as effectively during the program because maybe they're sleeping or maybe something like that. So we have a little safety factor and we're inviting 10,000 people to join together in India. It has been the most welcoming for this program and Hyderabad, south, south of the city, a little bit south of the city in a wonderful place and a wonderful gathering with all being organized, our transcendental meditation leaders are working day and night to sort out all the details, the quality of food, of sleep, of organization, so that we can practice this advanced techniques that we have received from the Vedic tradition, even though it's not in any way, of course, a religion or a belief system. It's just the technology that we have been practicing and we expect that this will create a tremendous change. And hopefully this 10,000 group can be maintained permanently so that we don't have any more to face such conflicts. And it is really simple. It is like finding the source of water and then living in harmony. And there is enough water if the big source that is flooding flooding us and then everyone can enjoy and not be thirsty and not be hang hungry and not be upset and not be drinking or doing all kinds of things that can be harmful to oneself and to others. So it's a responsibility. It's a great responsibility. The time is ready. The technology is extremely simple. It's extremely natural. And that's why I compared it to just drinking water because it's so natural for us to drink something and have the thirst go away. And it's so natural for us to go back into ourself, transcend in consciousness, enliven consciousness, feel good, and then everybody else feels good and fulfilled. And then we are living in a planet that is having a life of fulfillment and balance. And we're inviting everyone to join, absolutely everyone to join. If you want to know more about it, we have a website. It's called 10,000forworldpeace.org. So 10,000, written 10000forworldpeace in one word, .org. And there is information there about what is happening and how it's going to be. And if you want to join, you will see what is the mechanism to join. If you cannot join, you can help support the program because we need the funds that are needed to invite all the students, maybe from India and different people who have been practicing this program, that they can be traveling and sitting and being together in this wonderful place and creating the effect for the world and hopefully maintain it permanently 
for all generations to come to enjoy fullness of life and peace and harmony in society. There is no excuse anymore. The science is rigorous. We have done it repeatedly. Yes, it is simple. Yes, it doesn't have side effect. Yes, it's very easy. Yes, it produces the effects. And it's not because it's simple and easy and has no side effect that it has to be discarded. The most important things of life are simple and easy and natural, like drinking water. But transcending is even going beyond, of course, the surface value to create an effect on a global level. And I invite you to call your leaders, your friends, and everyone to look at this program, participate in this program, and find the true solutions for all these conflicts that actually create deep pain and suffering. And I can tell you, I know what it is to be in war. I have lived in war. I have known what it is. I have known as a doctor the suffering that it creates to the relatives, to the people, to those who are facing this drama of, of hurt and, and suffering and death and problems. And it is not what we want for our world. And the solution is so complete, so simple, that we can truly do it and invite everyone of goodwill, of true vision, to do all that they can to support this program. So go to the website. If you cannot come and join, please support so that we can have the number available and then Observe with us the transformation and see if we are permanent, how we can make a difference on the most profound basic level of life, the ultimate source of all creativity and intelligence that allows us to resolve all conflicts and allow all diversity to blossom on the basis of profound unity. So thank you for listening to me. I can see many wonderful names. I can read their names here and there. We are here from different countries on Instagram and Facebook. And the time is being short. I've just covered the points and we can have lots of interaction and answer questions, maybe through the, your visit of the website. So thank you very much again and all the best. Let's look forward to solutions, transcend the problem, but find it resolved from the true level where the solutions are and where our attention will fall on pure consciousness, the unbounded field of pure being, which is our true inner self. Thank you for tuning into Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.